Joining us on the line is our resident economist. We say hi to Andrew Pyle from the Pyle Group, Scotiabank Wealth Management. How are you, Andrew? I'm doing well, guys. Interesting topic today, of course. Uh, in the news, everyone's talking about the coronavirus. Uh, now we have two outbreaks in Canada. Uh, but it is a global phenomenon. The uh, World Health Organization certainly on top of it. Uh, is this going to affect, is it already affecting the stock market and, and is it going to further affect our economy? Well, it's definitely affecting the stock market. Uh, late last week saw the markets falling back in the States, Canada, basically across the world. Uh, we're seeing markets down again this morning. Uh, the concerns is building, obviously, with respect to how much of an impact this is going to have. As you would expect, John, most of the impact is being seen in China. So even though the, the Chinese or China is celebrating uh, the lunar week, so markets are basically closed anyways, some of the ETFs or exchange-traded funds that track China uh, were down sharply last night. So we anticipate that our markets will be down again today. Uh, but we're also seeing it in the price of oil, for example. I mean, crude oil wasn't that long ago, John, that you and I were talking, maybe a couple of weeks ago, oil was getting close to $65 a barrel. We're down to $52 a barrel now. So, you know, we've seen a pretty protracted slide, but I would argue right now there's, there's just a lot of uncertainty as to how much, uh, how much has this become a widespread impact for the economy overall. This is obviously going to cost to China and probably other countries uh, some serious money as they try to contain this and all the extra steps it takes. Does that factor into the shape of the economy? Well, it will do for China, right? Because got to keep in mind, China's economy has been evolving over the years. Mm. So China is not just an economy that makes things anymore. Uh, clearly, manufacturing will be impacted by this. But China's really become more of a consumer-based economy as time goes on. And so think of all the things that are being curtailed now um, because of this virus, whether right. it's going out to a restaurant, going to theaters, <clears throat> just simply going to the stores. I mean, someone was uh, commenting this morning that Beijing is like a ghost town, relatively speaking, in terms of the uh, the numbers of people that are actually on the streets walking mm -hmm. around. So there is going to be a profound impact on, on consumption in China and on the economy. Um, but I would say even here, I mean, as we start, if, as this grows or becomes more widespread, and you'll start to see the same type of behavior in North America, where people may not go out as much. They may not go to the stores as much. Um, more or less what we saw with respect to the SARS virus back in, in the early uh, 2000s. A lot of people drawing comparisons to the SARS outbreak. Uh, the SARS outbreak, though, if I remember correctly, we didn't really notice its impact on the, on the economy because the economy wasn't so great at the time. <laughs> No, I mean, back in 2002, so I mean, more or less November of 2002 is when the outbreak uh, kind of started. So November 2002 is kind of where we are today. Um, we did see the markets fall in December, and, and, and stock markets actually fell pretty much all the way through to the beginning of March. Um, but you're absolutely right, John, that, you know, back then we had just come off a three-year correction in North American stock markets. Uh, we had seen a recession about a year and a half before that, so we were just coming out of it. So the comparison today is, is a little bit awkward because here we are with an 11-year expansion in the economy in North America, or at least in the States, um, markets that have been just on a tear. I mean, we've seen record highs in the stock markets prior to this outbreak um, of the coronavirus. So it is a different comparison. Uh, a lot of people today, and, and here's an interesting anecdote for you, you know, when we look at the stock markets around the world falling because of the virus, 
um, and that question comes up, well, is this really because of the virus or is it simply because investors have seen such strong gains in the portfolio that they're going to use this as an excuse mm. to take profits in their stocks? And I think there's a lot of credit to that. Uh, should investors be uh, taking the money out of the market until this all blows over? Well, I think investors should really take a close look at the portfolio. And I would have argued this a couple of weeks ago, John, even before the outbreak, that you know, because of the run-up in stocks, it's quite possible that some investors, some of our listeners this morning, um, may have had or may have more equities in their portfolio than they should. So that would be a reason to trim back regardless of the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that, unfortunately, this is going to be a week-by-week development as to how widespread is this. Um, are we seeing it spread to a lot more countries outside of Asia? I mean, minimal cases, obviously, in the States and Canada right now. We're not at the SARS level in terms of the number of cases. Uh, but, of course, that could change in two weeks' time. So I would think for investors and our listeners, really just watching the development of this over the next couple of weeks and just see if, indeed, this is going to be in the same category as SARS, uh, it's going to be worse than SARS, or is this something that could be contained relatively quickly, in which case there probably won't be the same type of impact on the economy nor in the markets. Andrew Pyle from the Pyle Group, Scotiabank Health Wealth Management. Uh, Andrew, thank you for giving us a call. And folks want to touch base with you, find out more about what we've talked about. Where should they go? Well, John and Mel, they can go to our website at pylegroup.ca, and there they'll find our contact info if they want to reach out to us with questions uh, or even just pick up our latest newsletter uh, on a lot of the topics that uh, we chat about every Monday morning. Andrew, thanks for joining us today on Talk of the Town. My pleasure, John and Mel. You guys have a great week.